This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, it's your girl Brini Lee and welcome to the Pep Talk podcast where we have real raw relatable conversations with the Pep Talk you need. You have the power to create your future with the choices that you make today. What do you bring to the table? Baby, I am the table. Fuck yourself a little bit more than that ladies, come on. Dust settles, queens don't. And don't forget, know your worth and then add tax. Period. I am going to be speaking to dating, I'm going to be speaking to relationships, but you can apply it to whether it's family, friends, whoever you have to set standards and create boundaries with, you can apply to anybody. But I'm going to specifically be talking about the dating streets and basically how not to be taken advantage of. Ultimately, I think there are a lot of men getting away with a lot of things because we are making it too easy for them. A way not to be easy is to have standards, but not only to have standards, but to actually stick by them. I feel like some people don't struggle with having standards. They have trouble with enforcing those standards when it comes to it. And I've found with a lot of people, even myself, I can have these high standards, but I know inside me, if let's say there's a season where I've been feeling super lonely or I feel unseen or unlovable or invalidated and someone came along that did not measure up to my standards, but they were showing me the attention that I needed at the time, I would actually drop my standards in order to accommodate them and I would end up getting hurt. So if that has been your experience, I have come here. (laughs) I've come here to help you guys today. Now I'm going to kind of use the term standards and boundaries interchangeably. But to be honest, they're kind of similar. They're kind of the same thing. But I will start off by saying that a standard is the bare minimum, right? It's the minimum requirement, okay? So let's say that you went for a job interview and they were like, uh, the standard is that you must wear this uniform. That is our policy. Our standard is for some companies, you can't have your hair in certain hairstyles, like colors or whatever. That's all another story, but companies have standards of you know conduct. They have standards of dressing, they have standards, right? And so the standard is the minimum, right? It's the minimum that they will accept. Standard is just the base level where everybody is protected, right? If a company were to lower their standards, it will go against everything that they believe in. So I think it's important that we understand what a standard is, okay? So when it comes to dating or relationships or relating to someone of the opposite sex, 
A standard is who you are, what you desire, what is acceptable and what is unacceptable. This is a standard, right? So let's start off with who you are, okay? So ultimately, we all have value, right? We have value because God has given us value, period. But the problem is a lot of us don't know that we're valuable. We don't know how valuable we are. We don't know our worth. We don't know our value, right? And so from that place of knowing who you are, you know what you want, desire, what you need in order to feel safe and in order to feel protected. Having standards as well tells people what is acceptable and what is also unacceptable. If you don't have a moral compass or a firm understanding and belief of what is right, what is suitable, what is meant to be, like for example, some people don't actually have a rock solid understanding of what love truly is. They didn't see it growing up. They haven't experienced it. They don't have people in their life that truly love them, that truly respect them. So you get with someone and you meet someone and their idea, the person's idea of love is actually abuse. It's being nonchalant. It's being laid back because maybe that's the way that they saw their father loving their mother. It was just, well, I'm, I'm here, aren't I? When you ask them, but do you love me? He'll say, oh, I'm here, aren't I? Right? Because their standard or their idea of love is what they've seen with their parents. So people have standards based on what they know and what they're aware of. They have standards based on their upbringing. They have standards based on what they see around them. And the problem with our generation is that the standards in general for women are very, very low, right? So if you don't have your own internal standards, if you don't have your own internal morals, you'll look around and want to emulate the standards of those around you, whether that's your friends, whether that's your peers, whether that's the people that you talk to or the people on social media or the celebrities that you look up to. You don't have your own internal standard of what you think is right, what is acceptable. You will mirror your standards with the world, with society, with social media. And that is a sure way to get yourself in a lot of trouble because you do not know whether that is a good standard or not and just because 10,000 people like this comment or 10,000 people like this post does not mean that's what that person is doing what that person is accepting is actually right so that's why it's important to know who you are and call it ego call it arrogance call it she thinks she's too this she thinks she's too that I don't give a damn knowing who I I am creates a standard in me that I will not accept anything lower than who I am. When it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships, knowing who you are is number one. Knowing what you want and what you desire is number two. It's so important that we know what we are looking for so that when it comes along, we can judge what we want and what we desire with what has presented itself to us. Without your standards, call it a list, call it whatever. Without knowing what you want and what you need and what you desire anyone can come along there is no standard there is no there's nothing to judge this person if you are not aware 
of what you want, need and desire in a person. And what you want and what you need can sometimes be different. A lot of times we're putting what we want before what we need. I may need someone that is supportive in the way that is verbal. I need them to be consistently supportive as in in every single conversation. You may need someone that's supportive but they don't need to tell you all the time. They don't need to be with you for everything. Do you know what I mean? So that knowing what you need is going to be different from what I need. It's going to be different from what she needs. It's going to be different from what she needs. And it's important that you know what you need and what you want in order to feel safe because everything comes back to feeling safe, feeling secure in that situation, whether it's dating or in a relationship. And thirdly, knowing what is unacceptable. These things are deal breakers, right? The deal is off if you break this. Deal breakers, what is unacceptable. What is unacceptable to me is cheating, abuse, physical, mental, spiritual, financial, any form of abuse is unacceptable. If I've just met somebody and they are showing me that they are abusive, their language, if I see that they've got a wandering eye, if I'm with them and they're flirting with other people, that's a deal breaker. That to me is unfreaking acceptable. And you do not have to wait until you get into a relationship with someone in order to see these red flags and that's why when you're dating someone you should be not drunk in love you should be collecting data you should be interviewing people my antennas are so heightened right now that i only need to have one conversation with, with a person to know whether that person will be a great fit for me because one i know myself two i know what i want and what i need and number three i know it's unacceptable right so instead of going ahead and getting yourself into situation time and time again how about you stop and think about your standards think about who the hell you are think about what you want and need and thinking about what is unacceptable you must have deal breakers everything can't run and everything can't go and either one of these things who you are what you need and what is unacceptable is out of whack you're going to find yourself in the same situation time and time again settling for dusty dusty men allowing them in i cannot control someone knocking at my door but i can control whether i let them in whether they I let them sit on my couch whether i let them eat my food i don't have to let them in even if they knock at my door and that goes back to what i was saying sometimes as women we may find ourselves in seasons of feeling lonely feeling desperate feeling like you just want a relationship and anyone will do wanting companionship so you just lower your standards and i need you not to do that i need you to start finding ways to combat those feelings because what we have to understand is all of those things i've just mentioned are feelings they're not facts nobody's ever alone and even if you are lonely there's other healthier ways to get those needs met and opening the door for for a dusty guy and you know has no right to ever be in your space and i want to kind of let you guys in on something that happens when a guy approaches you and you open the door right you gotta think about it like this men when they approach you expect to be rejected especially the ones that know that you are completely out of their league but for whatever reason you decide to not reject them, they're going to be shocked. Like, does she see herself? Does she see who she is? Does she see, like, who I am? But because of the reasons that I listed before, loneliness, low self-esteem, feeling unseen, etc., etc., you're going to open a door. Like, this guy has already assessed that you are out of 
his league. And so he is shocked that you would even lower your standards to even let him in. And that's when the disrespect happens because men don't know what to do with good things, especially when they know deep down they're not good, their intentions are not good, and they do not mean you any good. So I've spoken about standards. Now I want to talk to you guys about boundaries okay so the reason why people do not respect you is because you don't have any boundaries and the reason why you don't have any boundaries is because you want to be liked you want to be accepted you don't want to be rejected so you say to yourself okay if i don't have any boundaries if i'm a yes person if i allow that person to do whatever they want to do then i won't be rejected they'll accept me they will like me they will love me because who's not going to love someone that's saying yes sir no sir free bag full sir and for people like that you are more concerned with being liked than actually protecting yourself because that's what boundaries do they protect you if you want a visual an analogy of this look at a neighborhood right a neighborhood dividing each house is a fence it's a boundary it shows this is my house and this is your house so my fences my gates they protect my property if somebody came in that i did not allow they would be called trespassers right so a lot of us who don't have boundaries and i'm not sure if you've ever been in a community or houses that don't have gates or they don't have fences or don't have any fences or they don't have strong fences you will notice that a lot of let's say the litter in the street makes its way into that person's driveway because there's no fences there's no protection keeping those things out and ultimately your boundaries are going to keep out a lot of trash because don't feel bad that trash is coming to you trash is going to try it's not a reflection of you and that's one thing that we have to understand as well as women if you're an attractive person you're going to get a lot of attention. If you're average, you're gonna get average attention, right? Once a month, once a week, whatever, right? But if you are getting a lot of the same thing, do not see that as a reflection of you. See that as because you are attractive, a light, I've got a light in front of me. If this was outside and it was dark, there'll be a lot of flies attracted to that light because it is so bright. It's attractive, it's beautiful, right? To flies. So you're going to attract a lot of things right but just because you attract them does not mean you entertain them and that is a big difference okay we do not entertain flies we do not entertain trash we do not entertain dogs we keep our standards up and i don't care if you tell me i'm bougie i don't care if you tell me i'm stush i don't even care if you call me ugly I said, no, I'm good. Like, we're good. I don't have to tell you in a mean way, but you need to respect that I said, no, that this is not going to happen. So boundaries, when you have, when you have boundaries, you know how to speak up and to stick up for yourself. You don't care if someone's going to say that person, she's not friendly, she's not this, she's not that, she's not that, she's not this. And a lot of men, male egos will be bruised when you tell them no, because men don't like rejection. They've been probably rejected all of their lives. It may trigger them to a moment when they was in high school and when their crush said no to them, and they may start to flare up and react and start manifesting, but that's not your problem. You have the right to say yes and to say no to whoever you choose to. You don't have 
have to let everybody into your life and you don't have to feel bad for saying no. You don't have to feel bad, even if it's a good guy, right? Even if the guy is a good guy, right? Someone that is noble, is godly or whatever, and you're not attracted to them, don't feel bad for not being attracted to them. I know that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. As many guys that are attracted to me, there are many more guys that aren't attracted to me. And I have to be okay with that. I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Everybody gets rejected at the end of the day because ultimately I'm not looking for a bag of man, I'm looking for one. And I'm sure he's not looking for a bag of girl, he's looking for one. So let's take away the offense of being being rejected because it just means that it's not a right fit right so if a guy comes up to you he has on paper all the things but you don't click with him don't feel bad and don't feel like okay well he's better than the last person and I think what trips a lot of women up is that they're always saying that well this person is better than my ex so you open the door no that's wrong because your ex is not the standard clearly he's not the standard right so just because you meet someone that is better than the last person that you was with does not mean that this person is is best for you and ultimately we are trying to find the best person for us so keep your boundaries keep your standards and keep them high another thing that goes against or makes people lower their standards is wanting to please and I can say for me in my last relationship there were certain things I did not say there were certain things I did not say no to because I wanted to please that person I wanted to be a good girlfriend so instead of saying no or putting my foot down or speaking up for myself I just was trying to please trying to please and ultimately in that trying to please you're never going to be good enough because you're never going to do enough because you're not even respecting yourself and one thing about men is that they actually respect a woman that says no to them men don't like easy men don't like easy women is they trying to smash of course they like easy women but men don't respect women that don't say no there has you have to have a standard you can't be so set on someone not rejecting you or someone staying with you that you reject all of your standards because that's going to be detrimental in the end because you're going to feel violated because I didn't have any standards I didn't have any boundaries and if you let's say back to the analogy of your house when you don't have boundaries like I remember um in my childhood home we used to have trouble with like people coming and sitting on at the front of our house like we used to have a school at the end of our road and it wasn't a, a gate it was a bit of like a bit of wall um and then the driveway and then the obviously the neighbor but it was a little bit of wall so people used to the children to come home from school and they used to like gather outside of my house and they used to sit on the wall like to me that felt like a violation of our house but could you blame them when we don't have a gate there's no gate on there there's no fence it's just a little piece of like I don't know rock they used to come and sit there but the problem with not having boundaries is that you will end up feeling violated when you've let everybody in when you've let everybody walk on all over you when you've let this person do and say whatever they please you're gonna feel violated and you're gonna be actually very angry when that relationship ends because ultimately the relationship is going to end because people don't respect people that don't have standards people don't respect people that don't have boundaries and that's just what it is and so when you don't have boundaries you are constantly bending to the desire of the other person constantly bending to what they want bending to their needs as opposed to standing up straight like no this is who I am this is what I want this is what I accept this is what I don't accept like it 
or leave it. And a person with boundaries, a person with standards has no problem with leaving or being left. I think for women, we need to overcome the fear of being left, the fear of abandonment, because I think that's what keeps us in situations longer than we need to be. I want you guys to think of a woman in your life, whether someone that you know, someone that you see afar off or someone that you don't even know, but you know that they have strong standards, strong boundaries, and they are very firm. Sometimes we may look at them like, oh my God, that person's never gonna be in a relationship. That person's standards are so high, or that person is too rigid. But ultimately, you see them having every single thing that they want. I know one person in my life, I know one person in my life who I can say like, she doesn't tolerate anything. We used to joke and say, who's gonna marry this girl? And lo and behold, she's married and she's happy because she has standards and she wasn't trying to let everybody in in order to seem like a nice girl or good girl no you can be nice and have standards we are more interested in being respected than we are with being liked when we think of the word nice what does nice mean nice doesn't mean anything nice is not even a real descriptive word nice just means that you you let people walk all over you when you describe a nice person you're describing someone that they're non-threatening they will do what you say they're always ready to bend over backwards for you nice doesn't mean anything and nice people get walked all over however people with standards and boundaries are respected even when they say no think about that person even when they say no you're like i gotta respect it i might not like it but i gotta respect it so when you do not have the fear of being disliked rejected left abandoned you can really stand boldly in those boundaries. Again, I'll say what causes us to remove our boundaries, lower our standards is a sense of rejection. So if we can get to the raw underneath truth of that rejection, I like to say that person is not rejecting me. My destiny is rejecting them. Like when something doesn't work out these days, especially with someone that I'm talking to, I do not trip. I see it as a blessing from God that this was not my person. This was not my husband. And this was actually a protection for me. I will never feel crushed. I may feel hurt, may feel disappointed, but I'll never feel crushed if someone decides to leave me decides to reject me i understand that my destiny is so important that my destiny is rejecting that person and in turn they're rejecting me so yeah hear me well it's impossible for a people pleaser to have standards and to have boundaries because a people pleaser is more concerned with being liked and they are being respected and you can think of a people pleaser in your life right yeah you like them they're nice like they'll be there for you. They'll do what you say that you want them to do. They'll drop everything and come and run to your rescue. They rarely get angry. You rarely hear the word no from them. To summarize, you know, even though it's not right, you know that you can push your luck with them. The problem is though, subconsciously, you start to lose respect for that person. You lose respect for someone that will drop everything at all times for you. Because there's nothing wrong with people that drop what they're doing for you. But all the damn time, that person never tells you no. Like secretly, you start losing respect for them. Because truthfully, as humans, we respect things that have boundaries and we respect things that have limits. 
Let me use an analogy for you guys, okay? You go into a Louis Vuitton store, right? The ambience is just right. The music is nice. Everything is clean. They've got the bag positioned exactly where they want them to. There's probably going to be about four or five people max in the store, including you. There's going to be about one or two security guards at the door. The ambience is very mellow. It's very low. It screams luxury. When you pick up a bag or shoe, you pick it up with care, you look at it, you look at the price, you handle it so carefully, so carefully. Oh, okay, it's a bit too much, but you're gonna put that back respectfully. Even if it's too much, you're gonna put it back respectfully. Why? Because that item has value. You're gonna handle it accordingly. Alternatively, you go into a Primark if you're in Europe or a Target if you're in the, in the States. And you see a bag. Like, these bags are probably made in the same factory as the one in Louis Vuitton. But anyway, you go there and these bags are cheap. There's multiple bags out. The store is noisy. There's multiple people around. There's no ambience. You're one of many. There's tussling. So there's bags. There's loads and loads of bags. It's not just one on display. You're picking up the bag. You're flinging it over, flinging it over your shoulder, you're checking out in the mirror, you're manhandling the bag, you go and you're like, oh, $10? You don't respect that bag. Picking it up, you're throwing it down. It's the same item, right? It's a bag, right? But you've had two different experiences at the two different stores. So what stopped you from treating the Louis Vuitton bag like the Primark bag? or the target bag. Number one, value. Your perceived, so the value of the Louis Vuitton bag, anywhere from 1,000 to 3,000 pounds, right? It's got value. The one at target, anywhere from five pounds to 25 pounds max. The bag that we consider valuable and the bag that we consider unvaluable, we treat them differently. Secondly, your experience, right? You go into Louis Vuitton store, there's a standard there. You know you can't be picking up bag, the bag and dropping it and treating it like you're in Primark. You'll get escorted out that store pronto. You, there's, there's a standard at Louis Vuitton. There's not really a, star, a standard at Target or Primark. You can pick up bags, take off shirts off the, of the rail, pick them all out, dash them back. There's no standard in these stores. So you treat them accordingly. Another thing, the atmosphere, right? The atmosphere is peaceful right the atmosphere screams luxury you go to target you go to primark there's an atmosphere but meh the workers are working nobody's really looking at you in a louis vuitton store you feel like you're stealing something whenever you go in there because there's a lot of attention on you because you're one of four people in the store however primark no one can see you can even start st stealing the stuff because no one's on your back like that, right? Lastly, boundaries and the standards that they have. You go into some designer stores, the bags are locked in compartments. They're not even just out on display. It's the, especially the really expensive ones, they're not going to put them out on display. So they have boundaries. So you operate with those bags, those shoes, those scarves differently than the ones that are just on display or hung up in Primark or Target, right? So value atmosphere, experience, boundaries. These are all ways that people experience you. When people experience you, do they experience you as a target or do they experience you as a Louis Vuitton store? Because this is real. 
right? And the thing is, we have the power to present however we want. Do you present as your target or Primark or do you present as your Louis Vuitton? And the only real difference is I understand my value. I'm not cheap. I'm very expensive, right? This is beyond my physical appearance. This is my mind. This is my internal worth. This is my love. This is my kindness. This is my gentleness. This is my spirit. This is my soul. This is how I treat people. This is all my value. My value, my value. I'm very expensive, dear. I'm very expensive. So when you come to me, come correct because I'm very expensive there. So what are you? Are you Target? Are you Primark? Or are you Louis Vuitton? Are you Chanel? You have to make that up in your mind and decide today because people will treat you accordingly. So people can't just come into my life talking rubbish, treating me anyhow, violating my trust. It's free strikes and you're out. I don't waste time. I don't care if I don't have any friends. It's free strikes and you're out. I do not care. I'm less tolerable in romantic relationships than I am in friendships. I give my friends free, free chances. I'll give a guy one, two max. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So you have to decide that today I'm going to be a Louis Vuitton store and I'm going to put the necessary boundaries around me. And yes, it might make me lonely. When you go to these designer stores, you go to the strips, you go to these places, there's not a lot of people in there. There's not a lot of people in these stores because they're looking for quality over quantity. They don't care about the quality of their customers. They just care that there's customers in these stores. They have a completely, totally different ethos than the Louis Vuitton store. The Louis Vuitton store does not care that there's only five people in their store at a time because they're looking for quality over quantity. And that's what you need to look for in your life, whether that's friends, family, or relationships, dating. Look for quality over quantity. Just because there's a lot of men chasing this girl down does not mean that there's quality there. That just means that her standards are so low that she'll accept anybody. Raise your standards standard to the standard of where you are at. Raise your standard to the level of your value. People will respect what you respect. There's no getting around this. People will respect what you respect at the end of the day. And if you, and this is why I don't really agree with the whole rating system, right? You will get what you believe. If you believe you're a seven, you act like a seven, you'll get your equal. If you believe you're a nine or a 10, you act like a nine, you behave like a nine, you will get your nine, right? So there's people that are deeply valuable, that are worth it, that have low self-esteem because they don't believe it. They don't believe that they're worth what they're worth. So they always get low because their bar is so low. So finally, I want to say what boundaries are so you can establish your own boundaries. It's hard for me to tell you what your boundaries should be or what your boundaries are because I'm not you and you're not me. I would suggest that we all have higher standards when it comes to romantic relationships who we let in. Number one, boundaries are clear. The boundaries are clear. When you see a boundary in a road, you know that you can you can drive here or you can't drive here. Boundaries are clear, okay? And when you're enforcing your boundaries, you need to enforce it with a straight face. Like you actually take your own boundary serious. There's nothing worse than a girl acting like, <laughs> oh no, I don't. <laughs> no, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> There's nothing worse than sending mixed messages when you're trying to enforce a boundary. Do you have a boundary or are you pretending to have a boundary? and you need to say it with a straight face and it needs to be serious and needs to be clear. Again, boundaries are confident. They don't shake. They don't move. We've all been to a club where there's a bouncer
house on the door that is not moving. Have your ID. Where is your ID? You're wearing trainers, you're not getting in. These boundaries are clear and concise. That's how you need to be with yours. You need to be confident. Let your voice not be shaking when you're enforcing your boundaries. Don't let your voice shake. Be firm in them. And one thing that you need to do is practice, 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 practice saying no, practice rejecting, especially for my people pleasers, practice rejecting guys you have to it doesn't make you a bad person to reject someone no is a complete sentence period and so is period so boundaries are clear and they are confident so i hope you have understood why it's important to have standards how to have rock solid standards and boundaries and to enforce them like i said what gets in the way of us not having those standards is our own emotions and i feel that the difference between men and women is that men are ruled by principles that's why they won't take back a girl woman that's cheated because it's their principle right and i think a lot of women we have to become principled in our beliefs in our morals in our standards in our boundaries it needs to be so ingrained in us that we just don't tolerate dust we don't we pay dust dust like if i'm walking down the street certain guys even if they call me i don't give them a time of day i'm sorry i'm so sorry but if you're riding down the road and a guy beeps his horn at you or someone whistles at you you're quick to turn your head don't do that if someone catcalls you don't turn your head because you're not talking to me baby you are not talking to me you're not whistling at me do i look like a dog don't whistle at me well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Pep Talk podcast. It would mean so much to me if you can leave a review, rate this episode, and I will see you in the next one. Stay fabulous, ladies. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.